Assalamu alaikum guys and welcome back. It's your girl Muna and it's been a while because it really has. <laughs> There's always such a big gap between each episode. I'm so sorry. I really, really try to stay consistent, but life always happens. It is the first episode of the new year. We're already in the second month of 2020. I hope you guys have had a good start of your year. January has, like always, been extremely long, but we survived there. We are here in February, the month of love. I hope you guys are looking forward to the new year, because I am. And what better way to start this month, the month of love, we're talking about feels. (laughs) So, this time, I would like to discuss empathy. Are you an empathetic person? This feels like a loaded question so let's first ask ourselves what is empathy most people interchangeably use this term with sympathy however my good friends people of the good life sympathy is just feeling pity for someone who's going through something it's merely a surface level feeling because there's no in-depth understanding of what the person is actually going through not all empathy looks and feels the same. Empathy is at the heart of emotional intelligence, which is a topic that I love, love, love as well. Just like many other emotions, empathy has different facets too. And just as there are many ways to feel something, there are also many ways to express empathy. If we want to define empathy, we have to look at it a bit more in depth. There are three types of empathy, which include cognitive empathy, emotional empathy, and compassionate empathy. Now, let's start with cognitive empathy. This essentially just means you're able to put yourself into someone else's place and see their perspective. Perspective taking is not really what most people think of empathy at all, as it's a bit more rational and a logical process of thinking. However, it's a form of awareness and understanding how someone feels and what they might be thinking. This is a very useful skill to have as you are able to put yourself in someone else's shoes without necessarily engaging with their emotions. This is called empathy by thought rather than empathy by feeling. Now, you guys know I like to come up with the fun facts and I have an interesting one that comes with cognitive empathy. (laughs) Are you guys ready for this? Though it's a very useful skill to have, deep this, torturers have a really good sense of cognitive empathy too. They can work out best how to hurt someone without having any sympathy towards them I'm not saying you're a psychopath if this is how you empathize best, but I'm just putting it out there. Just let it sink in. (laughs) Moving on to the next type of empathy is emotional empathy. This probably describes what most people understand to be empathy. Emotional empathy is when you quite literally feel the other person's emotions as your own, as if you've caught their emotions in that moment. Now, Fun fact, emotional empathy is actually the first type of empathy that we learn as a child. For example, 
This is when babies copy your emotions when you smile at them or another baby cries and they start crying randomly, just mimicking emotions. That's how it kind of starts off. Like with many things, too much of the good stuff can easily turn into a negative as well. It can be a good thing as it makes us readily available to understand and feel other people's emotions when we need it. It gives us a good chance to respond to others when they are distressed. However, having no control over your emotional empathy can get you overwhelmed with these emotions and leave you unable to respond accordingly. This is referred to as empathy overload. In this instance, people are unable to deal with their own emotional response to the situation. It's important to have a good sense of self-control in order to avoid burnouts from empathizing too much. This often happens to healthcare professionals. Also, what happens in these types of settings, as people are trying to kind of protect themselves from empathy overload they might desensitize and harden over time which results in them coming across uncaring it's important to find balance and continue regulating your emotions throughout now finally compassionate empathy is probably what empathy really should be like ideally and the most appropriate form of empathy that we need to express This is when we feel someone's pain and taking action to help at the same time. Compassion is feeling concerned for someone, whereas compassionate empathy is a step further where we move towards action to mitigate the problem at hand. Realistically, when you empathise with someone, they generally don't really need you to just understand cognitive empathy and they definitely don't need you to just feel their pain or even worse actually (laughs) burst into tears with them or just emotional empathy but rather they need you to sympathize and understand what they are going through and most importantly help them to take action in resolving the problem and this ladies and gentlemen is compassionate empathy It's important to keep a balance. Cognitive empathy is often viewed as under-emotional as there isn't enough feeling involved and too much logical analysis of a situation. People might find this response unsympathetic and especially in distressing situations. On the other hand, emotional empathy can easily be over-emotional. It can be really unhelpful actually to have too much emotions feelings can be very primitive when we are feeling strong emotions it makes us less able to think and apply reason to a distressing situation it becomes quickly very difficult to help anyone else if you are overcome by your own emotions therefore compassionate empathy it gives you the right balance between logic and emotion We can feel someone else's pain as if it's happening to us and express the correct amount of sympathy in doing so. At the same time, we can remain in control of our own emotions and apply a logical response to the situation. This skill enables us to make better decisions and give appropriate support to someone whenever that's necessary. I think we have to remember not everyone experiences empathy in 
every situation. Some people may be more naturally empathetic in general, but people also tend to feel more empathetic towards some people and less so towards others. And there's a lot of factors that come into that as well. Empathy allows us to understand others and quite often it compels us to take action to relieve another person's suffering and that's all we could aim for really. I hope you guys benefit from this. I will see you guys in the next one. Take care.